Labor's vowing to advance women's health, careers and legal protections. Along with free breast and cervical cancer screening and a nationwide endometriosis plan, the party wants to establish an entrepreneur scholarship program for low to middle income women. So how far behind are we actually on gender equality? With us now, employment specialist Jennifer Mills. Morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Kate. How bad do we have it in New Zealand when it comes to gender equality and employment? Gender um, equality and employment more broadly uh, has been assessed as being not too bad. Um, We rate as fourth behind the likes of Norway, Sweden and Finlay, which frankly I think is remarkably good. And we tend to have good representation of women on boards and in management. But the problem, Kate, is pay uh, inequality. So we're still... Um, suffering, and it seems to be a sticky issue in New Zealand, and the gender pay gap is currently running at about 8.6%. And as is the case overseas, the issue um, is exacerbated for those um, in the uh, middle to low income um, and those of certain ethnic groups. Um, And it seems to be a complex issue. I don't think that there's one simple solution to to address it. Uh, And I'm not sure, frankly, an entrepreneurial mentorship program will go far in addressing the problem, Mm. Um, but at least it's a good start. From what I can gather from that um, mentorship program, it's only going to be a pilot. It's intended to apply to only 20 individuals. There's going to um, be a requirement for um, sponsorship from the private sector. And the difficulty with a scheme like that is that those who are entrepreneurial um, will end up being entrepreneurial in any event. It's not going to address the generational issue um, that we see um, across some groups where there isn't that mindset to start with. And that's where I think we really need to focus. Yeah, I mean, um, that's what I was going to say. I was going to make that point given only 20 spaces. I mean, is there really demand or, or are we perhaps looking at the wrong end of the, you know, I mean, the devil's in the detail, I suppose, but are we looking at this the wrong way around? I totally agree with you that we are. I mean, we're looking at, at giving, um, I mean, I always would applaud it, of course. We're giving women a lift. They're going to have an opportunity to have a mentoring program with well-established entrepreneurs, but they're, they're going to end up being an entrepreneur anyway. You, you, you're right, it's those who don't even think about Um, entrepreneurship who need help, those who are in cleaning, catering, clerical jobs in, you know, healthcare, who who may not think, gosh, I can go out and set up my own business and sell widgets. That's where I think we need to focus and where we need to um, help those groups to um, have those opportunities at the very least and to understand that there are those opportunities out there. And it's not taught in schools either. So I, I do think it's a society issue. Um, and for some reason in New Zealand, it tends that it's the, it's the pay for women that um, we seem to be behind the times in. Right, because in terms of gender pay gap reporting, I mean, some companies are you know are doing that already, but we're still behind, aren't we? In terms of reporting, um, we're uh, poor. So mm. companies such as Zero Warehouse Tower already voluntarily publish their pay gaps. Um, but most of large of our large employers don't report on gender pay gaps, um, and we're miles behind the likes of the UK, Australia, France, Spain, Sweden, even South Africa, who've already introduced compulsory pay gap reporting. And the government's been talking about it for quite some time. Um, they've reignited it in this um, 
manifesto policy, um, but it has been um, on, on the cards for a few years following the Mind the Gap survey and even before that. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure uh, how, how much of a change we'll see with um, gender pay gap reporting, but at least there'll be transparency. Mm. The government's proposed legislation uh, will only apply to um, businesses with more than 250 employees initially in any event. So again, are we really going to see a change? I would have thought that it would need to cover all women, not just those in the big companies. Exactly right, Jennifer. Thank you very much for being with us this morning. Jennifer Mills, Employment Specialist at Jennifer Mills and Associates. And she's dead right. I mean, they've been talking about these changes forever uh, and it's been proposed for a long time. So you ask yourself why they're not already in effect and why they, um, surprise, surprise, suddenly coming up with a policy for it just a couple of weeks out from an election, we might cynically ask. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.